Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are just having fun. We're going to, we recently talked about sex. We talked about date nights in. We talked about loving your body. Now let's talk about some memories with the guys. Um, and Gina, more on more on that in just a moment, because we are both suckers for um, some some crap TV that has to do with romance. But first, a little catching up. What's going on? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you are guilty. I am guilty. We need to own um, our guilty pleasures. Yeah. So you I OK, we're, we're speaking of The Bachelor, I assume <laughs> you didn't really get into The Bachelorette. Are you into The Bachelor? Because I feel like whenever I wanted to re- to recap The Bachelorette, you're like, eh, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> um, I would say The Bachelor is not my like number one guilty pleasure. I add, I okay. so I totally added a question, and you haven't even seen it yet. But okay, um, oh okay, we're we're just gonna go there, and then we'll catch up. Okay. So, what is your favorite reality TV show that focuses on finding love? Well, it's definitely The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. I have no preference um, which one, but it's it's one of those. Okay, what about Bachelor in Paradise? No. I don't 90 day fiance. Nope. Marrying millions. What? (laughs) What is that? (laughs) See, I mean, you really need to expand your palette in your terrible TV. Are these uh, THC? THC, right? No, that's not correct. Mm. What's the, what's the, um, the, the channel that has all those TLC. TLC. Yeah. Um, probably. What about married at first sight? No, no, but I did watch Love is Blind. Okay, that's on my list too. That's good. That's I Netflix. really did like that. Yes, I liked that. Okay. So I guess, uh, yeah, there's only been one season of that, correct? Yes, that is my understanding. So, but all of those and Bachelor still is number one? I, I think so. Okay. Yeah, okay. tried and true. All right. Of course, they've been having some issues lately, but um, yeah, I mean, I think deep down, that's I'm that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's the one I always go to. Yep. What about no, you? Uh, you know, I'm a married at first sight girl. I am. I love it. Uh, my best friend recently <laughs> has been binging it. And let me tell you, you know how The Bachelor, the most dramatic season yet. Girl, <laughs> this this season of Married at First Sight is bananas. Wait, can you explain the premise? Because I, I don't know. I don't know what the premise is. The I premise, can guess, but. The premise is you go through a battery of personality tests. Court, I mean, they these experts. So they have uh-huh. like psychologists. They have um people like pastors, they have people who specialize in sex um, or intimacy or whatever the technical term is for those people. So th- you basically meet with all these different experts and uh, they try and match you compatibility wise with your perfect mate. And okay. then it is at the altar that you meet that person for the first time. So each season they've mm-hmm. changed it from four couples to five. Um, but it's very interesting. Almost every season there's, you know, right out of the gates, it's like, oh, I, I think he, she is ugly, you know, whatever. It, there's no sexual attraction or, you know, whatever. Red flags out of the gates this season. So far, so good. And then bomb, bomb, bomb. It's just been crazy. Really? Um, yeah. So when you say bomb, 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 do you mean like they're matching and, and, and it's going well? Well, okay. Or bomb, so, like it's not matching, like a bad bomb. Okay, so I'll just go ahead and and spoiler alert, spoiler spoiler alert. Just fast uh-huh. forward a couple, like thirty seconds, if you don't want to hear this. If you're wearing, watching Married at First Sight, but behind, so they get married. The guy finds out on their honeymoon that his ex fiance is six weeks pregnant, so oh. he has a new wife, brand no. new wife. Yeah, Gina. No. Like, I mean, what do you do? What do you oh do? like? Gosh. Whoa, it's bad enough that I'm meeting you at the altar as your wife, but now I'm a stepmom. I mean, <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh, that's that's it just it just doesn't seem real. I, although I can see how that would happen. I could see that happening. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't seem real, but it does. The cherry on top is really following these people on Instagram in the oh, years afterwards because yeah. they it's like Bachelor. They do have success stories. Some of these people yeah. go on to have, you know, thriving marriages and children uh-huh. and, and kumbaya. Like everything's good. Yeah. So Gina, I'm I'm really feeling as though Married at First Sight might be a show worth adding to your repertoire. Of- well, what channel is it on? 
Uh, like a major channel. I don't know. But the- see, we don't we don't have cable, so that's why maybe I, I'm not able to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, but we do have a Hulu, so we can probably get most things. Okay, that probably right. makes uh, sense. Okay, but how okay. do you watch Bachelor over online? Correct. Uh, well, no, it's it's. I mean, it's ABC. You don't need cable for that. Oh, duh. Well, I'm sure Married yeah. at First Sight is on one of those major okay. networks. You'll have to let me know because I, I might I might get into it. <laughs> Nick will kill you, but you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So now that we have that established, what else is going on? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, that was fun because there's really not much going on other than just snow and cold, snow and cold. It's just what you know, just the irony of, of this whole situation for our kids right now. This, I believe, is probably the one and only time our children were, will actually beg not to have a snow day. Even me, like I don't mind staying home with my kids on a snow day because I'm generally, you know, in need of a, of a day at home with them. But I have had so many days in between last March and now where I've been home with the kids that I'm just like another snow day. We've never had so many snow days in years. I can't think of the last year we've had this many snow days mm-hmm. and they just keep coming. I feel like we're going to have another one on Friday. Most likely we've got two to four inches coming and oh my gosh, it's just the irony, right? I The one who does, year. Who does snow removal for you guys? Who does? You mean like out of the two of us? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Now I will say I actually do enjoy shoveling the driveway. I, that is a true story. I, I do. I do enjoy it. However, he in the morning will get up really early and get out there and get it done. I, I would wait for way too long and then it would be pointless. Um, so yes, he does. it. And he, we do not have one of those cool machines that you guys have. <laughs> I will say this is the only year where I actually might consider buying one every other year. It's like, yeah, we get some snow here and there, but never enough to, to warrant one of those. Our Most fine. people here in Michigan do own those cool machines called snowblowers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it's called. <laughs> but I, Chicago has more snow than us. How, like, how many accumulated inches do you have right now? Oh, gosh. I don't know. My guess is, you mean like right now at this moment mm-hmm. or like for the winter? Okay. Uh, I think we have about five, I would guess. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It hasn't been terrible, but we... We had school. Okay, I told you, well, you probably saw on my Instagram uh, a couple of weeks ago, I drove the kids to school thinking like, of course they have school oh, yeah. and no one was there. I was like, wait, really? They called school for, I think there was one inch on the ground. I couldn't believe it. So I, it's just, and then they keep calling it. it. It's almost like because they have the option to do, you know, the virtual learning, they're more likely to call it off. But at the mm-hmm. same time, they're not doing virtual learning on these days. So I, I don't really understand what's going on here. <laughs> I'm basically over school. Like it it just can go. Monday was President's Day for Shay, but not Piper. Oh, yeah. So Shay was home my all day with Mark, <laughs> like bored to tears. I thought that was a saying like uphill both. No, it, it's a thing. Like Shay was literally in tears. She's like, I am so bored. I mean, she was alone all day because I'm at oh work. Piper's. And then Tuesday, they were supposed to have a half day because the teachers were getting their vaccine. Oh, snow day canceled. Oh both of them God. home. No. And, you know, my stay at home husband, um, you know, he gets stuck with them. Yeah. And yeah. It's and then today, today, Wednesday was late start date. It's like oh. so. When are you going to learn something like, <laughs> like you know, what? my kids have never watched so much TV in their lives? And I, I, it, it's true. I, I will admit that I've, I've run out of ideas. I've run out of energy. I just don't even care anymore. You know, mm-hmm. before I, I think about the What Fresh Hell podcast, they always make, you know, little YouTube videos about this, but, but you know, before COVID or be, before the pandemic, you know, I would get out all their art supplies and find things on Amazon to buy and bring home for them to do to keep them busy. And now I'm just like, go watch TV. I just can't. I can't do it anymore. <sighs> I don't feel like a failure. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not upset. I'm not going to put myself down for it. I am OK. It's just that's just how it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Yep. What else? What else other than that misery? Uh... Oh, I have one more thing on here, I guess. Yeah, go for it. All right. So this is just an obsession. I guess this could have gone at the end, but here we go. Okay. So I like having my nails done, but I'm just too lazy to go get it done all the time. I, I, I have too many other things that I do monthly. I don't want to add nails to that. Whenever I paint my own nails though, they chip within a day. I'm not even kidding. It's every single time I do my nails, it's within one day, I feel like I have to take the nail polish off or, or it just looks tacky, right? I found Essie Gel 
Couture. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. That's how, how I would pronounce it. it. Okay. It is amazing. Okay. You have to buy, buy whatever color you want. And then you have to get the top coat as well. It looks like gel. And I will tell you with maybe a few tiny touch-ups here or there, it lasts about a week, which let me tell you is more than I've ever, ever experienced with any other at-home nail polish. It is amazing. I love it. And I want to get every single color they have. If you like getting your nails done and gel also ruins my nails whenever I get the gel. It, my, my nails are ruined for if a, a month or two afterwards. Um, yeah. So I'm just a huge, huge fan of this product. So get it if you're interested in, in doing your own nails and not having to repaint them every, every day. <laughs> yeah. And if Essie wants to sponsor the show, hook us. No, I'm just telling you. Okay. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We'll just, we'll just boogie on here. Uh, I have nothing else exciting going on. What? How was your Florida trip? It was good. It was short. It was very good though. Um, Yeah. Okay. I'll tell one quick story from the trip. Okay. Okay. Admittedly, I did develop a love for uh, Bloody Marys on the trip. (laughs) I love, did you not like them before? I can't remember. I liked them, but I woke up and I was like, I'm I'm Bloody Marys. There was, there was no like real shenanigans going on, but it was, it was just like, you know, it was a steady consumption, not not in excess at any given time, I would say, mm, but it was just mm-hmm. steady. Like it was like <laughs> Bloody Mary. Mm, we're going out for lunch. Have a drink. Like oh, dinner time. Have a drink. Like, oh, at the pool, crack a beer. I don't know. So anyway, sure, vacation. Yeah. It was two days. Okay. Um. So we had been in the pool all day, and I was like, all right, you know, I'm I'm ready to go get showered and ready for dinner. So I go shower, get ready for dinner, hair, makeup, the whole bit. I come out back to the pool. Everybody's still in the pool, which by everybody I mean four other people. Um, <laughs> one of those people being Mark. So I get my little like plastic, you know, like chair, like a cheapy chair that you like that would go with a lawn set outside. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. by the pool, just watching them be crazy, flipping around. Mark grabs the two legs to the chair and pulls me into the pool. <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, I, and you had already gotten ready, like gotten in the shower, done oh, your hair? Ready for dinner. No, yes. I, no, no. I was pissed, Gina. I had makeup and <laughs> my friend Sarah goes, so how much eye makeup do you wear? I'm like, it's just streaming down my face right now. I have oh. blonde eyelashes. So yes, I do love mascara. I, I like eye makeup. I do. It was then, it was, it was just a mess and we were leaving the next morning. So then I had to dry all my clothes because, oh, I was, I was so mad. What did you do? Kick them in the, you know where? That's what I would have done. I kind of wanted to. And then I just talked myself down because that, that's my personality. I would, I would, I was like, you know what? You're on vacation. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. It's not like everybody's ready to walk out the door, but everybody else is a little bit simpler uh, than me. Not that I'm (laughs) like taking hour and a half, but you are, I'm not terrible, but more time than them. So he goes, um, you know, this is fast forward an hour. He's like, yeah, I, I don't mean to rush you, but like, everybody's ready to go. I'm like, I give him the eyes and he's like, oh. I know, I know. <laughs> so oh I'm like, God. don't you even, um, but we really did nothing. Our Airbnb, the owners were super creepy. They just like kept oh. popping up. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, it was very, very bizarre. They were at That's the, the beach. They were at, I lost the key to the house the first day on the beach. Yeah. I had no idea. Day three, somebody else found it. We found it at the beach, like on the stump. Because oh, it's like a little oh, private beach. It's it's like, for, you know, just the houses that are right there that go to it. So it's not like it's well-traveled yeah. or anything. But yeah, we really didn't do like a whole lot. Our house had a pool. It had a hot tub. We were a three-minute walk to like a pier as well as mm-hmm. the beach. It was it was just perfect. It was super low-key. Um yeah, and it was like snow apocalypse here, so that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice little getaway. Perfect yeah. timing. Yeah, it was. I will tell you though, Gina, yeah. <laughs> the mask situation in Florida is not existent. <laughs> it was worse than I expected it to be. Um, oh we were walking into Publix to just like get stuff for the weekend, so we weren't eating out every meal. And I was like, "Hey, Mark, how many? What percentage of people do you think are wearing a mask?" And he looks at me. He's like, "Most." We're walking in, out is walking a group of like five people all unmasked. And he looks at me, he's like, oh, guess you're right. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Well, there was a, a whole news uh, program about a Publix in Florida that they don't even wear a mask. In fact, they have a sign that says like required to wear a mask unless you don't want to. Basically. Unless you're breathing and don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, I, can't, I just can't imagine that life, but it's very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you oh, good? 
Yes. Would you like me to do the reminder you of, do so of good. putting? Okay, great. Thank you. So before we begin, just a quick favor to ask our listeners. If you like this podcast, please write us a review. Review on iTunes are everything to us and they really help us reach more people. So we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and we won't be reading a review at the end of the podcast because nobody no. has left one people. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> <clears throat> so, tear, tear, <laughs> hint, hint. So, Gino, you know, we're suckers for some romance. We, uh, you know, our love for Bachelor, Bachelorette, all things uh, romance on TV. I'll get you hooked on Married at First Sight. So just a timely little fun episode to maybe inspire some uh, romance or induce some smiles or so we hope. So uh, I guess to kick us off here, when you think back to when you first met Nick, um, is there a time or date uh, that kind of pops out as being most romantic? Perhaps maybe the first time you exchanged I love yous. So just looking back yeah. on your relationship. Or, is it sad that I don't even remember the first time I said I love you or he said I love you? Do you remember that with Mark? No. Okay. Okay, good. Because I do not recall. Although whenever anyone asks us this question, Nick will always talk about the first time we went to this place called Thurman's, which has been on the Food Network before. People, so some people might be familiar with it, but they have these gigantic, like half-pound burgers. Um, they've got giant wings that are pretty much the wing and the winglet on connected together. <laughs> what do we call it? Is that what it the is? Drumette. <laughs> Drumette. Whatever. <laughs> I guess it's not a winglet. That's what the wing is. Okay. Anyway. Um, they're connected, so they look huge. You have, to, you have to break it apart yourself. And they've got giant beers. And anyway, it's basically this place where you go when you're ready to eat a bunch of food. And he says that the first time he brought me, I had never been, okay? And this is a Columbus staple, but I had just, I don't know, I guess I was a little bit sheltered. But he brought me. And uh, he said the first time we went together, and I literally, I think I ate an entire burger, uh, probably like four wings and drumettes. Uh, like, uh, you know, a 16 ounce beer. And he said that was when he knew he loved me. <laughs> when, when I pounded that food, I just took it to the face. <laughs> um, so he, he always tells that story. I do remember that very well. And I remember enjoying that food immensely. And I will say, just as a reminder to our listeners, like when I, when I actually met Nick is when I was really, I was still at a pretty low point in my relationship with food and I think for me, finding someone to love really helped me break out of that. Not that I suggest that for anyone or not that I'm saying that that's what everyone needs to do in order to heal their relationship. But for me, it definitely worked finding love. But I can just specifically remember that being the first time in a really long time that I ate that many calories and was actually didn't even care. Like it didn't even phase me one bit. Um, so it was memorable for me too. But as far as romance, you know, Nick is just not romantic. And we actually talked about this, this podcast before I answered all these questions. I was like, what, you know, what are some romantic things you've done for me or dates we've been on? And I just, nothing really pops um, into my mind other than maybe when we went um, to La Berna Den, the, probably that would be the ro most romantic time at dinner that we went. Uh, we were in New York City and it was celebrating our one year anniversary. And we went to La Berna Den, which is like the number one restaurant in America and it was amazing and very romantic, but nothing necessarily romantic happened other than the food that was delicious and just the place and the ambiance. Um, so yeah, what about you? Okay, so just one clarifying question. Sure. So Nick said that you taking it to the face of Thurman's was when he yeah. kind of fell for you. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because when Mark and I first met, I would say my relationship with food was also pretty poor. Um, yeah. Even though I was in college and studying nutrition, it, it was, mm, I was still mm -hmm. in, in the depths of the diet culture. And I remember him saying that he didn't really want to be with somebody who was like, I'll eat a twig of celery, you know, whatever. <laughs> like he wanted like somebody to eat. And I was like, oh, well, I think this will, this will go all right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Isn't that interesting? That's yeah. what men want. Yeah. For, they want someone who is confident. And when you, when you have a poor relationship with food and it's obvious, I mean, that does not, you're not bleeding confidence at that point. Um, and I, and I think when you do have confidence in who you are in your body, yeah, you are more of an intuitive eater and you just let things go and you eat what you want when you want. And yeah, it's, it's your, you're a happier person overall and it makes your spouse happier too. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, for us, we met when I was a college freshman. Mark was in grad school. So he was a bit more established. He was also in a townie. So he was very familiar with Champaign, Illinois. He's from there. So he just kind of knew all the things to do and see and eat. And um, so really early on in our relationship, he rented a hotel room at the student union, which I assume you went to Ohio State. Do they have a student union? Okay. Oh, yeah. Are there hotels upstairs? Is that like? No. Yeah, super random. I did not even know there was hotels in the building. So he went ahead of time, put rose petals everywhere. We went out and had a fun night um, and then ended up back there. So it was super memorable because I'm 18. Like guys were not like renting spendy hotel rooms on campus and littering them with rose petals. Um, (laughs) So that was for sure. That's like the first thing I remember. Um, conversely, our, our first, I love you. I'm 99% sure was mm-hmm. just some random morning in his dorm room. He was a <laughs> resident assistant, even though he was in grad school. Mark's cheap. You'll learn this about Mark. Um, so he was saving that money, but yeah, I think it was probably some like hungover. I love you. Like whatever. It wasn't anything amazing. That's, I'm pretty sure what was the, the story with, with Nick and I as well. So don't worry. <laughs> Cause I can't even remember it. So I was probably hung over myself. Oh, I think he said, days. I love you. Hmm. <laughs> Let me, uh, once I'm totally sober, I'll see if I'm remembering that the same. Yeah. Bring oh. it up in conversation. Yeah. I, I, you, you just mentioned the rose petals. I feel like Nick, actually, now that you're saying that, I feel like there was a, a time we went somewhere and we were in a hotel and he actually, he actually had rose petals, like had them come up and put rose petals on our bed. And I, Gosh, I wish I wish I could remember what that was or what that memory is. But anyway, it doesn't matter at this point. So I think maybe he has done something romantic for me in the past. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once upon a time. <laughs> You're funny. All right. So what about a time that you guys did something risky or controversial together? Maybe something that mm. caused some concern for your parents or friends. Anything mm. come to mind? Not necessarily. I will say I would... What I what I wrote is our entire first few years together were probably a little bit controversial. I mean, I basically moved in with him like literally right away. And and when I say moved in, not technically, I was still living with my parents, but I was sleeping at his at his uh, apartment, which was tiny and that he shared with two other guys <laughs> pretty much every single night. I mean, I had my own drawer, everything, my own toothbrush, everything. I don't know. I guess you could call that risky, but you know, I was 23 and he was 27. So it's not that abnormal. Uh, probably though, the riskiest thing we did, although again, I wouldn't call it risky. It's just maybe not um, the norm is that we bought a house before getting engaged. Uh, actually years before we even got engaged, we moved into a house together. And this was back when there was like a stimulus for purchasing a house. So if you or a refund or something. So if you purchased a house, you got like $2,000 and I mean, we were ready to do something like that. So it's not like that was the only reason we did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it worked out. And we bought our first house. And then we got engaged like four years later. Um, let's see. You know, of course, I, I think that my parents also just thought that we drank too heavily and did a few other things too much. And uh, I'm sure that they would say that. And and we probably did. <laughs> that's probably a true story. <laughs> there is a reason why Nick doesn't drink anymore. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's about it. What about you? Our first summer together, we started dating like a late February, early March. So by that summer, which was not that far into our relationship, Mark got an internship in Los Angeles. I was honestly pretty devastated because this was like yeah. my boo who's going to be, you know, gone. Um, and three months of the time just seemed like an eternity. So he bought me a plane ticket and basically said, actually, no, he did say, if you love me, you'll come. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally hear that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> manipulation. Very much. Uh, so I told my mom I was going back to Champaign, which was where school was, for my mm-hmm. birthday. Uh, so it was uh, my birthday is July 2nd. It was over, um, yeah, the 4th of July weekend. So at, in Champaign at 19, which is so dumb, you can get into the bars. Um, so okay. I thought it was a pretty good lie. My mom still to this day is like, I don't understand why you can get into a bar at 19, but not drink until you're 21. She's like, what do they think people do <laughs> during years 19 and 20 that is, you know, that happens in a bar? She's still to this day wildly confused. Um, I am wildly confused as well. It doesn't make any sense. Is that not the case in Columbus? Honestly, I don't know. I had a fake ID for a long time, so I don't even remember. <laughs> I was in there at age 16. No, I'm just kidding. I Maybe, maybe it is the case. Actually, because now that I'm saying this out loud, when I went to Miami University, there were plenty of bars we could get into without being 21. 
They just want the, I mean, it, I, I mean, I think I was even going into bars as a freshman, but again, I had a fake ID, but I'm pretty sure you could be even 18 and get into bars. Not, not 19 just seems a little bit random. Like why not 18? Um, so random. But I do understand her point, but I think also they're, they're trying to make money. So they know that half the college campus is not 21 yet. So why not let them in at age 19? Anyway. It, it, who knows? So I thought my lie was pretty good. I'm like, mom, yeah. going, going back to campus because I can officially get in bars. Instead, <laughs> I had my best friend and her boyfriend drive me to the airport and I flew to L.A. for the weekend. Nice. Um, so over the weekend, I ended up talking to my mom at some point and she had given me the coach purse that I wanted so badly uh, for my birthday, like right before I had left. So I did just have such guilt about, oh, my gosh, thanks, mom, for this amazing gift. Um, I'm lying yeah. to your face and I'm going to L.A. against your wishes. Um and during that phone conversation, she literally said, so how's L.A.? I was like, <laughs> oh, um, you knew. And she's like, moms just know. I was like, OK. Yep. So mom got or Mark got what he wanted. My mom was pissed. I got my coach purse. Um, and yeah, but I don't but let me ask, why was she pissed? I mean, you were 19. What, what was yeah. she mad about? She didn't like Mark, obviously. You know, that's it's funny. I um She'll probably cringe when she listens. Um, okay. Oh, I don't think that my mom actually liked Mark until like really, really liked Mark until we probably mm -hmm. had kids. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I, you know what? It's I'm laughing, but I actually probably would say the same thing about my mom with Nick. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but. And, and, and here's the thing. I, don't know. You, I could be wait, wrong. Wait, we'll have to bring our moms on and talk about this because I think it's we should. interesting. I think you see your, you know, your son-in-law or anyone in an entirely new light when you, when you see them with kids. I mean, even mm -hmm. we as wives, and if there was any hint of doubt, I mean, Mark's obviously a, a fantastic father. So maybe even if she had a little hint of doubt and then she saw how great of a dad is, I mean, I can see how that would just build her confidence in him. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure she loves Mark, but, and I think it's very yeah. normal for, for mothers to be extremely picky about who her, her daughter chooses and, and vice versa, her son or dads with their, their daughter and their son. And I'm sure I'll be very picky. And I think yeah. that's very normal. I, would you, is it fair to say that Nick is quite different from yourself? Um, yes. Uh, yes. Dif different than me. Yes, absolutely. I think sometimes I think my mom, that's what my mom would say probably is he just, and, and Mark doesn't talk a lot. But I think the more he's gotten to know my family, of course, but he's very they just know now that he's a man of few words. But when he says something, mm. says something, it's very. Um, it, it's just good, like whatever it is, even if it's like a one liner making fun of me or it's mm -hmm. advice like it's it's something well thought out. <laughs> like he's saying it for a reason where I just kind of talk to fill air. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This I, is why we I have actually, a podcast, Gina. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, I think that you and Mark are way, are definitely more different than Nick and I are. Mm -hmm. I think opposites attract though. So I think that's a good thing. Um, I think that I don't, I don't know what it was about Nick that necessarily my mom was nervous about. I mean, again, I think that every mom is, is not going to love uh, the person that their daughter or son brings home right away. I think that's very, very par for the course. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Yeah, you want the best for your kids, and it just takes you a while to figure out if that's truly what's the best. I think. Yeah, I don't know. All exactly. right. So, what about your proposal? Uh, mm -hmm. What made it memorable, or 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 not, <laughs> <laughs> or not? No, I do actually remember the proposal. I always told Nick, I said, no matter what you do, like it has to be a surprise. I don't want you to a. I think I told you this on the last episode, but do not propose to me on Valentine's Day or our <laughs> birthday or on. Um, what was the other one? Like New Year's Eve or our anniversary. Like it has to be random. I have to be completely thrown off guard. I also said that I didn't want it to be in, in front of a bunch of people. If possible, I did not want, unless it was maybe a bunch of people that we already, that we knew, like definitely not a bunch of strangers. No, thank you. Uh, so we were still living in our old house, the one where that you've seen mm -hmm. and that you've been at. And uh, we went on a bike ride. We went on a bike ride down to the river, which is probably a half a mile from our house. And we were just dry, or riding our bikes up and down the river. And there was this little castle. It's still there. It's, it's like, it's almost like a castle that has been destroyed, but part of it is still up. And it has a big stage. 
it looks like a, a torn down castle, but it's anyway, it's got a giant stage on it. And we went in to just kind of, I don't know, hang out the castle. And all of a sudden he grabbed the ring and proposed. And I, I can just remember being just speechless. I, I didn't, I was so thrown off. I just like I had wanted. So he did a, a great job with that. I knew I knew that it was going to be coming soon. I did have an inkling that he was going to be doing it because my, I think my, I don't know, somehow I, I caught wind that he had asked my dad and my mother for their permission. So I did know it was coming, but at that moment, never in a million years would I have guessed that he was going to do that. Uh, so it was perfect. And then a week later, I had, I broke my arm almost. I sprained it and had to be in a cast. So that was fun. A good, a good memory. <laughs> On a bike. It was when I was riding my bike. I, I must have been really into bikes that summer. I don't know. Like riding, you know, outside type bikes. That's cute. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Mine was memorable as well. First, I found the eBay search history for cubic zirconia rings. And I was like, <laughs> oh, H to the no. Does this fool think he's going to buy a 99 cent ring and propose? I was freaking. I remember pulling my roommates into because I was still I was a senior by this point. I was like, guys, look at this you know what? Like, do I say something? Does he think he's going to get away with this? Does he think he can pull a fast one? I was so, I was just wait, not happy. Wait, but seriously? Yeah. I okay. know that Mark is cheap, but no, no, no. what? Okay. So there's more. Was it a joke? Okay. Did he do that on purpose and like leave it up on his computer so you would find it? No, I don't. Okay. I, I, okay. So th that was, that was cue number one. It was coming. Okay. And then we were in Chicago for the weekend. Don't remember why. And, um, I remember seeing my dad and he, I, he said, uh, so Mark just asked me something. And I was like, what did he ask you? And he said, well, he asked for your hand in marriage. And I was like, what'd you say? And he goes, well, I told him I'd think about it. <laughs> and I was like, what? This dude is spending the night like, at your house this weekend and you told him you'd think about it? Like the oh poor God. guy, he's probably like, uh, well, that was, I mean, I've been dating your, Awkward. your daughter for three and a half years. Like I, okay. Um, and I was like, why would you say that dad? And he goes, well, I didn't know if you wanted to marry him. So I wasn't going to say yes. I was like, oh my God. And I think that's what my mom would say too. Well, we just didn't know oh. how serious you were about each other. I'm like, oh my gosh, people. Really? So I was like, dad, okay. you need to correct this like before the weekend is done. And meanwhile, I'm trying to not let Mark know anything. Okay. Um, yeah. So fast forward, I'm not even sure what month that was, but then some time went by and Mark had planned a hibachi dinner. So we did hibachi when we were back on campus. And I remember okay. it was drizzling and I hate rain. And he's like, let's take a walk. And I'm like, no. And I knew it was coming. I was like, okay, let's take a walk. And so we went <laughs> on this, uh, it's called Craner uh, Center for Performing Arts at the University of Illinois for anybody who's familiar. But it's a really pretty building and we were walking around up there and he he proposed. And he, I don't rem I don't actually remember if he proposed with the cubic zirconium. Maybe he did, but he told me I could get whatever I wanted. He's like, I didn't know what you wanted. So I think he like had it as like a, a something like just to physically have, but um, and then we went and met all okay. my friends at the bar who knew exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so there were other people involved, but after the fact, yes. I don't know that they knew he was going to be proposing that night. Maybe they did. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't remember. I can remember exactly what bar we went to and what friends were there, but I can't remember if they were like in the know about it. Um, so then we ordered my ring off Blue Nile, which is still around. I mean, Blue Nile's awesome and kind of custom designed my my ring. And I remember being in a class like all the way on the other side of campus. And I had gotten an email saying your ring's going to be delivered today. Somebody has to sign for it. So I'm like, OK, roommates, like, here's the deal. Like if somebody hits <laughs> knocks on the door, you have to sign for my ring. And I remember my roommate texting me going, it's here, it's here. And I like sprinted across campus. Um, so, yeah, oh I, you know, we were long distance by that point. But, yeah, putting your own engagement ring on your finger was not. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I would that's say a that odd, but hey, the proposal was not Mark's uh, <laughs> Mark's greatest uh, work, but you know. Okay. Okay. All right. What about a time that Nick totally surprised you, like epic surprise? <laughs> okay, I had to say I, I laughed at this when I saw it because I mean I I cannot think of one time I and I even asked Nick to help me. I'm like Nick, what was one thing you've done in the last 15 years we've been together? <laughs> That you have, you know, completely surprised me. He's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he really, he, there's nothing. Um, 
I wrote on here that, and this is going to sound super cheesy, but my answer really is that he does little surprises. I feel like every day, little things like when I'll come home and the kitchen is cleaned or I mean, just little, little things that he does daily that just surprise me about how great of a, he does all the laundry father. Yes. Yes. I mean, he just, he does little things for me all the time. And I, and that is my love language. I think active, active service or active kindness. Is that what it is? Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you. Active service. I, that is definitely my love language because when he does little things like that, it just turns me on and I think Mm -hmm. he knows it. So yes. Or he'll, you know, randomly detail my car uh, or he'll just say, okay, I'm going to take the kids tonight. You go do whatever. And generally I'm like, oh, I don't have any friends. What am I going to do? No. I can I can usually find something. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I have on here is that he surprised me with a boy. Uh, you know, I thought that I was going to have two girls, but he surprised me with that boy sperm. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. What about you? What is what is Mark done? What is what does Nick need to learn from Mark about surprises? You know, my my stay at home COVID husband is a it's he. I'm gonna miss the acts of service when he's like back in the office. It's, it's true. It's yeah. true because Nick is working at home too, and that has definitely helped. <laughs> so all of those things. I mean, Nick does the yeah. You're. I mean, we have good spouses in that way for sure. We do. We do. Um, okay, so two like epic thing comes epic things come to mind. So the first okay. being when he lived in it in Italy, which we our entire engagement. I was in Chicago doing my master's and he was in Italy working mm-hmm. um, and he randomly showed up on my birthday weekend. So I was sleeping in my parents' lazy boy. I was um, I must have been there. I think we were going to the taste of Chicago and literally sleeping in the lazy boy woke up and Mark's there like he's supposed to be in Italy and he's there. Um, oh, my gosh. And everyone knew he was coming in. So it was just a really great weekend. To, it was just I mean, you just open your eyes and you don't expect to see him. So I remember that very, very clearly. And yeah. I would say the second is Shay's first Christmas. Um, we were packing up at the time my Kia Sportage uh, mm. with a deer rack on the back. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we, there was not enough room in the car because we also traveled with our dog at the time. So she had the entire hatch. And then we have a new child, um, right? So she's in her car seat. Then you have the the two front. So we had like half of the back seat and then a deer rack to take everything for. I mean, you're talking, this was back in the days of like, she slept in a rock and play, diapers, breast pump. Mm. I mean, gifts, mm. baked goods, all, all the things that we needed for like a solid week away from home for the holidays. So we're packing my Kia Sportage like it was terrible. Um, couldn't see out my side mirrors, the rear view mirror, told everything totally blocked. So I refused to drive. I was like, no, we are not driving this way. I have my precious cargo, my brand new baby. She's like two months old. I'm like, no. So I left him in Michigan. I unpacked half the car and I left him in Michigan. And the whole way I'm driving to Chicago, I'm going, I'm talking to my best friend. I'm talking to my, I'm like, I'm right. This is unsafe. Like I'm just all, you know, on my, on my high horse about my I'm right and he's wrong and he's a jerk. And uh, so show up in Chicago and my my father-in-law is trying to talk some sense into me. My best friend's validating me. Everybody's like, I just couldn't believe it. So as it ends up, Mark had arranged for his car to be traded in. Um, and then when we were returning from the holidays, there was going to be a brand new Explorer sitting like with the, you know, bow on it. He like the commercial, like the big bow um, <laughs> yes. in the driveway. Uh, so we couldn't take bo- both cars, which was my proposal. I'm like, we, you come with me. We just take two cars. Ah, we're not taking two cars, Nicole. So instead, oh. he had to drive to the dealership, explain that his wife is crazy and left him in Michigan for the holidays, arrange for an early trade. And then he had to drive my new car to Chicago, put the bow on it. He had to come in the house, like convince me to come out to the alley. You know, everything's an alley in Chicago. And there was my new car. With my, oh my pissed gosh. off husband with the giant bow. <laughs> he, oh my gosh. He was like, I I mean, there we had friends staying at our house while we were gone. They had arranged, they were gonna arrange for the trade. I mean, everything. He had all oh. the details planned. And I wow. left his ass in Michigan. <laughs> you ruined it, Nicole. Oh I ruined God. it. <laughs> so you left him there, assuming he would then take the other car and meet you there. Correct. I was okay, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're making a choice Why to not? stay here. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. I'm choosing safety. You're choosing con- concept. Like I just thought it was he didn't want to drive because we were 
this is what we always used to do. We would drive to Chicago for a couple nights, then drive to Champaign for a couple nights and then drive home. So it was like three fairly, okay, not long, but a couple hours each leg of the trip. So there was Mm -hmm. no reason that we would have two cars at all. So anyway. Right. Oh my gosh. That's great. I've always wondered if those bows really exist. Whenever I see those commercials, I'm like, does that really happen? So it does actually happen. Okay. Unless, unless somebody screws it up. Yeah. The bow loses meaning after an event like that. I still want to see those one, one of those one day. Although I don't know that I would love someone. I, I want to pick out my own car. That's the only thing. It's like if someone picked out a house for me, I, that's how I feel about with cars. Like I want to be able to get in my, that car, drive it. Now, did you already know you wanted yeah. an Explorer and what color you wanted it and all oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes a difference. I, I had it narrowed down to two, the Explorer or I think it was the GNC, GMC uh, Arcadia. I think were the two that I was interested in. Okay. So okay. yeah. Anyway. All right. What about a favorite trip as a couple and what made it so special? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, I could not come up with a favorite. So I've got several here. I would say first our, our trip to Arizona for the national championship. I believe this was in 2006. Nick would be so ashamed of me for not remembering because we went to the national championship, Ohio state football, and we played the Florida Gators and we got our butts kicked and it was a terrible, terrible game. But the whole, the whole experience was just really, really fun. It was the first, I would say the reason it was so special was because I really got to know a lot of his friends. Now, granted, we were all pretty wasted the entire time. So how well did I really get to know them? Not very, but it was the first time, you know, going out of town and doing something fun with all of his friends. So that was fun. I would say the most special trip was... Uh, our first trip to New York City together when we first started dating. This was probably about uh, six months after we'd started dating. Okay. My brother, who was 13 years younger than me, he went to camp uh, in the summer in New York, a little um, uh, a town right outside of New York City. Okay. So my mom was like, why don't you and Nick drive to New York City and pick up Joe? And I'll never forget this. So we get there, we get to the, the camp and we get out of the car and we go to go to get Joe and Joe goes, hey, Ryan, to Nick, my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, no. I know. Now, let's see. I was 23 at the time, so he must have been 10. Poor little oh. Joe. I was like, no, no, no. This is Nick, honey. <laughs> He's not honey. What did, He's what my did brother, Nick say? He was, he'll never forget it. I don't even remember what he, what he said. I think he was just like, no, this is, I'm Nick. Hey, what's up? So, yeah, looking back, it's like, Poor Joe didn't even really know who this guy was. I think he probably met Nick once. And, you know, I'm his sister is coming to pick him up from camp. And this guy that he barely knows and going on an eight-hour trip back home. And anyway, then on my 30th birthday, we went to this bed and breakfast in Amish town in Ohio, which was just so, so fun. Lots of things happened there. It was like, it was a really great time. If our room had this giant hot tub in it that was shaped as a heart. Oh. And I was like, Nick, we are getting in this tonight if it kills me. He was like, okay. <laughs> but we got in and got our picture. It was it was awesome. Let's see. Okay. So lastly, I will say our our two trips that we've taken to Vegas. The one was right after Paige was born. And it was perfect because actually it must not have been right. It was about 11 months after because I was weaning off of the breast pump. And my boobs were so huge. It was like the perfect time to go to Vegas. I mean, I looked smoking. (laughs) (laughs) I wore my bikini. I mean, I had these, it just looked so great. I will say pictures from that trip trip make me want to get a boob job. I still don't know if I'm going to do it, (laughs) but I look at those pictures and I'm like, yes, I want that again. Um, but that was so much fun. And then also, and, and he was, we were with his sister as well. So that was made it special. And then the last time we went to Vegas, which was two years ago. And who did we go with? Oh, it was for one of his best friend's uh, weddings. And it was just, uh, it's just so, so much fun. We were, I, I won't go into too much detail about it, but we, it was special in many, many ways. And let's see. I, I, I just wanted to note, because I know you and, and Mark go on a lot of trips together. I, I will say for the first like 10-ish years of our relationship, I did a lot of traveling by myself or just with Paige because he was a manager and he couldn't really travel that much. Um, So that, you know, that was hard. I'm really glad that now he's in a job where we can do more traveling 
just the two of us. We've got some things that we're going to start planning here in the future once COVID is over. And I mean, we still much prefer plan, uh, traveling as a family. I don't know. I just, I just do, but we are going to work on doing some more just couples trips now that he's not in management anymore. That makes a huge, huge difference. So what about you guys? I'm just so in awe of you wanting to travel with your family over to you guys as a couple. No, no. Okay. If, if, if someone gave me an option right now, like to go to the beach, would you rather go with just like, like I, like we asked the what fresh hell ladies the other day. Um, I would, I would choose just to go with Nick, but I Heck think, yeah. but I think I also want my kids to see the world. And I know that we only go on like one or two vacations a, a year. So if we're going to do that, like I'd rather bring my kids. Also, I will say another big thing is that since my, my family is here in town, they watch our kids often. So sometimes I do feel guilty going on vacation and leaving them with my family, knowing that they are already helping so much. And I know that's not really an excuse, um, but I mean, I don't know I, if, if the chance arised and, and we could go somewhere without the kids, would I take it? Yes, I would. But we just haven't done it as much uh, since the kids have been around. Yeah, we just we just mm-hmm. don't. This was an easy question for me. Uh, we went yeah. to Maui for our 10 year wedding anniversary. Uh, we spared no expense. We we knew going into it. We were like, we may never be back here. Hawaii is not easy to get to. It's expensive to get to. Uh, a friend of ours who works for Hyatt or worked for Hyatt um, hooked us up with like a great discount on an amazing resort. We stayed at Andaz Maui for anyone interested. Um, we did everything. We were there long enough that we could eat at the restaurants we wanted. Shout out to Mama's Fish House. It's the <laughs> best. Uh, we went to the best beaches, McKenna Beach. We The resort was amazing. We did a helicopter ride. We whale watched. We did a catamaran ride. We did snorkeling, tons of pool and beach time. It was just perfect. It was this mix awesome. of adventure and relaxation. And I would say the point in the trip where I was just like, pinch me was whale watching from a rooftop with live music, a gentle breeze, and half price drinks and appetizers. Oh. It was just like, oh. oh, like, is this real life? It was <gasps> Maui. I'm pretty sure the weather is perfect like year round. If I, yeah. Yeah, I I would I would strongly consider retiring to Maui if I could afford oh. it. <laughs> God, who wouldn't? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and that's and that is on our bucket list for sure. Not necessarily Maui, but we want to go to Europe together. Like when mm-hmm. I go to Europe, we're gonna try to do that for our 15 year anniversary. We will not bring the kids because they're just not old enough at this point, point. and that's just something that we want to do ourselves. We do also want to go back to the island where we got married, but we'll probably bring the kids because again, it's like I want them to see it. I do enjoy traveling with our kids. I will say they generally are very good when they're traveling because it's just a new experience. So they're just in better, better moods. They're enjoying it too. So they're just happier in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're easy to travel with. The worst part about it is just packing for three people um, because, of course, yeah. I always get stuck with the packing of, of, for the kids. Not the shoveling, but the packing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not the laundry after you get back. Uh, that is true. That is true. I am very blessed in that in that regard. I have not used our new Whirlpool uh, washer or dryer. In fact, they sent us an email. They said they want us to write a review on the, our new appliances. And I had to text Nick. I'm like, Nick, what do you like and dislike about our new washer and dryer? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. No, it's oh, great. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that was fun. Um, yeah, that was fun. I feel like I know Nick better. Are you better? Your Your relationship better? Just a fun I, little... Episode. Next, and, and I every time we we do these podcasts with our husbands too, I feel like I know them a little bit better too. Both of them, I just I enjoy. So next time we'll we'll have them on. Maybe I'm curious to see what Nick would say. We should have the same same episode with them. All right, maybe next year. Maybe next year we'll do that. Okay, I'm I'm curious to see what their answers would be. Oh well, tell me about your mom win favorite new product because this looks mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, so I made this hearty vegetable beef stew, which honestly didn't sound. It just sounded easy. So I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. And it's in the slow cooker. It was so good. It was so good. The beef was so tender. The vegetables were so delicious. I will say it only called for potatoes, carrots, and one other vegetable. I would probably add more vegetables next time. It probably did call for onion, which I did not add. I would probably add more vegetables. I always say if you can add more, why not? And since I made it once and I know that you... I could get away with adding more. 
If I made it again, I'd probably add a little bit more liquid and a little bit more vegetable, maybe some butternut squash uh, or sweet potato or even broccoli maybe. Oh, I know what it called for. It called green for beans. green beans. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so maybe adding some broccoli at the end or even extra carrots. I love, love cooked carrots. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. What about you? Have you heard about the TikTok pasta? No. Should I have? Yeah. R- really? Nothing? Okay. I, I don't You'll do see TikTok. It everywhere. I don't. Well, you don't have to do TikTok to find out about this pasta. It's freaking everywhere. It's just called the TikTok pasta. So basically, you take a block of feta cheese. Well, okay. Let me okay. rewind. Two pints of tomatoes, a quarter cup of olive oil, salt, garlic, toss, toss, toss in like a nine by 13. Then you take a block of feta right in the middle, another quarter cup of olive oil, pepper and red pepper flakes all over the whole thing. Bake it for 35, 40 minutes. And then you like mash it with a fork. It ends up being like a cheese sauce, like a feta cheese sauce. And the the tomatoes like burst. And then you cook 12 ounces of pasta, add that. And then I added some uh, like a bunch of spinach and just like let it wilt in and just mix it together and serve. Okay. And how many would that serve? A whole block of feta? That sounds like a lot. It is a lot. Um, it's like six servings, I would say five okay. to six servings. Yeah. That does sound really, really good. I've been really into pasta lately. I've been doing a lot of pasta. So that's just, that's like an ounce and a half per serving. That doesn't seem crazy to me. No. Cheese. Uh, of cheese. I mean, it's, yeah, I love feta. I mean, I love cheese. Gosh, I, I've been buying that Parmesan. It's, it's a triangle shape mm-hmm. and it's Parmesan cheese at, from Aldi and just chunking off giant pieces of that, of that cheese like just throughout the not throughout the day but each day is like a giant chunk of that cheese and it is just so good i love cheese i love it it's i don't know why delicious yeah it really really is <laughs> okay so i'll have to give that a whirl i'll have to look for that video because i have not seen that you'll see I've it been, everywhere i have to say i've been will i see it on instagram probably okay if for no Should other I, reason that i just posted it oh did you I'll find the OG video and I'll post okay. it to my Instagram or I'll post oh. it to our Instagram. I uh, yes, I'm dying to see this. Okay. Sold. Okay. <laughs> All right. So coming up on March 7th, we will be dishing with Brooke and Alyssa of the Diet Riot podcast, all about nutrition advice and tips we'd never give again. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, as we said, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. We need another one to read. We're at 100 and we just can't budge past that number. All right. Until next time, everyone, be well. And Nicole, we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.